Welcome to A Higher Score. This is a totally righteous, family-friendly gaming podcast, and this is our May 2020 mailbag episode. I'm your host, MKB. I'm your host who doesn't realize what day it is anymore, Prophet of Rage. <laughs> and I'm your sugary prime ape host, Donut Monkey. <laughs> yeah, right. We are a few Christian gamers on a mission to have fun, build an awesome community to have that fun with, and change the world through gaming. We're not kidding. So we've gathered all your future best friends in one place so you don't have to. You're welcome. Anyway, we are planted on the verse in 1 Corinthians 15. It's verse 33. It says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good character. So we are committed to being good company for you so your character doesn't eventually suck. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to invite you to follow us on a couple social media channels here. One is our Discord. You can find that at HigherScoreGaming.com. You can follow us on Twitter at AHigherScore. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitch by our name, HigherScoreGaming. This is our May mailbag episode featuring our ghost host. Our <laughs> ghost host. Ghost host. <laughs> He's completely transparent, people. Yeah. <laughs> I just see a pair of floating glasses. <laughs> is he a friendly ghost, though? Yeah, I think so. Probably I don't know. Not. I've known him for a year. He seems pretty friendly so far. It's Donut Monkey. Hey, thank you guys so much for having Welcome. me. Yeah, you got it, man. It's a uh, long overdue, so thanks for being here, buddy. We are going to try to answer your questions from our mailbag. We're going to have some laughs and invite you a bare minimum of 37 times to join the Higher Score Gaming Discord. That's number two. Uh, this <laughs> Number two. <laughs> This also happens to be recorded on May 2nd, so it's a perfect time for us to go ahead and cast our votes and have some convo around who's winning the console war this month in terms of free games. So we're going to get into Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus titles on our mailbag episode. Cats and dogs living together. It's insanity. Mass hysteria. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to do that first, and we're getting into our uh, community questions uh, right after that. So all this and more is coming up starting right now. Alright guys, so we are going to go ahead and fire off our Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus sort of light review and discussion that we always bring you. And uh, we're going to fire off with, uh, first off, the Microsoft Games with Gold titles. These are all free at some point throughout the course of the month of May. Some of these uh, going a little bit further into June. So the first title that we have up is V Rally 4. Uh, usually 60 bucks right now. That is available May 1st through the 31st on Xbox One. This is a title that's actually pretty pretty gorgeous. Have you guys had a chance to take a look at at least like some of the gameplay vid on this? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It's like rally racing in various exotic locales, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well. The lighting is really, really good. Um, mm. It's interesting, though. There's a lot of racing titles out there, especially like rally titles that all have sort of like a very high level of like graphic polish. So it's it's really hard with racing games anymore to say this is a good looking racing game because they all look good. Yeah, um, right. There are some that look less good. Um, I'm looking at you, Project Cars, <laughs> but um, the, most of them are are really fantastic these days, and this one is no exception. Um, one thing I think I'd like to see a little bit more of is like really good particle effects because I mean, rally games you're kicking up a lot of dirt, you're throwing rocks. Um, it looks pretty good. Um, but what I like the most is the way they actually did, you know how in rally races you have spotters yeah, that like mm -hmm. sit in your passenger seat, read the map and give, tell you what's going on. Yep. There's like right. a number scale and I don't know anything about real rally racing. Maybe you guys can jump in if you do, but 
what I understand is there's like a scale from like one to like six that represents like how tight a turn is that's coming up. And I was noticing that as your spotter um, actually like gives you instructions, they'll tell you like you got like a, a right six coming and it opens up. It's a left three over a crest. You know, like you're following these instructions seconds before you make the turn so you don't have to look at the map. Right. And for me as like a racing game player, you too, Prophet, right? Like you don't you yeah, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like swear by the map sometimes? That um, that and um, you have to make your communication more efficient. Like you can't say, hey, you got a right turn coming up here, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> ooh, uh, right. That left yeah. turn to doozy, you know? No, because like the guy, I mean, you're going at like 170 miles an hour on Could you imagine all sorts that? of different kinds of road surfaces so yeah you got to be efficient in your communication so there's obviously code words and things that you need to memorize and you know um yeah because i've 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 not rally raced myself but i have friends who did in india so they would tell me what it was like and you know what the navigator has to do and the navigator is just important as the driver you know so Mm -hmm. but this looks like a fun game i'm probably gonna check it out it's free after all could you imagine the amount of pressure on that guy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's <laughs> like, right, no, I mean left. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you're on the right. <laughs> you blew it, Joe. You blew it. Yeah. Your career's done. I mean, rally racing uh, is so popular all over the world. You know, we don't hear much about it in this country, but um, pretty much everywhere else, it's a huge thing. So, yeah. And it's not, like, it's not, four, like, it's not four hours of left turns, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, a little, a little shade of the NASCAR fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, there goes half our audience. Bye. <laughs> um, we kid, we kid so. because we love NASCAR fans, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Piano Man especially. We're really yeah. sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, I'm still stuck on that whole, like, right direction, left direction thing. Like, yeah. you had one job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, the next free title that's coming up is Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. Good grief, the Warhammer titles have tremendously long names. Um, what is I that say about Inquisitor this, is this... Minus Martyr? Or... <laughs> yes, it's, it's Inquisitor <laughs> Minus Martyr. Uh, so it's actually, they're just subtracting all the letters that are in Martyr. <laughs> uh, never mind, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, so you're still left with Inquisitor. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Inquisitor. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> This is a Diablo-esque sort of 3D angular overhead downward look game. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's uh, very much like the upcoming Minecraft Dungeons, which, by the way, I'm hashtag stoked about. Um, That one I'm really excited for. So um, just looking over this one, though, it's it's very Diablo-esque, but I've read a lot of reviews on this because I was actually thinking about making this a buy a couple weeks ago, and it did not become a buy, and I'm really glad... You see, guys, I'm finally breaking the curse. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen to your instincts. Because <laughs> yeah. as soon as you buy <laughs> an obscure right. game, it becomes free on games. That's correct. Exactly. So every time I buy a, a game that I think nobody's really getting after because I'm going to have some exotic adventure, um, it's free the next week. I don't know how it works. But. Yeah. So this time I resisted No, th- this it. is how it works. The The powers that be at Microsoft are monitoring you. Like, oh, Mad King <laughs> Bob just bought another weird game. Make it free. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. The other thing, though, is like maybe, maybe what it is is just games that I look at really hard. Yeah. So maybe it has nothing to do with me buying them. It's just games that I'm really serious at, at examining, and then I just cave and buy them. But they were going to go free just because I looked at them. Right. So <laughs> you guys write in. Can uh, you take a 
Can you take some time and look over um, Animal Crossing? I would love for it to be free next month. <laughs> Dude, no, does Nintendo say, even do Google. free games? Yeah, no, not right no. now. Yeah, just the ones that oh, are. Oh wait, the, uh, yes, the the uh, Switch Online, the old school ones. Yeah, but that's yeah, not really, yeah, yeah, like, right, 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 right. Which you, I'm still so excited about all the new Mario titles coming up. From last episode, we talked about yeah. the Mario Galaxy, uh, Sunshine, yeah. a whole bunch of other titles coming out. It's going to be great, but they won't be free. So yeah. So, Warhammer yeah, 40,000, getting back to that, in this particular title, I understand the combat is a little bit slower. It's not as snappy, let's say. And um, the loot system is meh. Uh, these are the words that I've heard uh, to describe the title. Now, having said that, I looked at it anyway, and now that it's free, you bet your bottom ruple that I'm going to be getting this game. So, I'm going to still be checking it out. Next title that's coming up is Sensible World of Soccer. Way to oversell it, guys! Big time. Yeah. Is soccer sensible so, though? Like, let me tell that's you. Fair. Let me tell you about <laughs> how this is sensible. They had a sensible budget. Yeah. Uh, when making the game, maybe that's what it was. They have a. They have. They hired literally some British soccer announcer to do the game, but it's like they didn't do like the big budget like EA or like um, Virtua Soccer level of scripting. So they have all these generic phrases that are hilarious that make me laugh. Make me laugh. Yeah. So, um, for example, like, oh, a header! <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> and it's like, you hear the crowd, oh, oh. He gets paid to do this, folks. Like, really, and it's that awkward. Um, no. And you're, it's, okay, you remember NES soccer by any chance? That was my yeah. favorite game of all time, right behind Final Fantasy VII. If anybody ever asks about my favorite game, it's NES Soccer. I just remembered that it is my favorite game. So, it's a sideways game. So, it kind of looks like that old River City Ransom game. And you're it's kind of a fighter um, because there's like all these super crazy moves where you can like hit the ball and then it goes backwards, catches on fire, and shoots forwards. The best in the world, I swear. Hmm. Um I love sports games plus superpowers. Those are my favorite games. So, um, anyway, this is like NES soccer in that it's 8-bit soccer and it exists in 2D, but it's vertical instead of horizontal. And the ball is literally, like, attached to your head if you're running up. It's very strange. Like, the ball's always in the outside of your sprite. Right. And so, to hear these, like, realistic announcements and realistic crowd around, like, this strange 8-bit thing is very odd. It looks like it's kind of fun, but it seems like if you already play iDarb or something like that, then you're probably not going to get any extra itch yeah. scratched out of it. Right. Yeah. I've talked enough about Sensible World of Soccer. You're welcome, guys. Um, Overlord, <laughs> That's the whole game. <laughs> Overlord 2. Does anybody know more about this than I do? Because I know nothing. I have, I have never heard I of have it. not heard of this game. Okay. Dear Google Machine, let's render a quick opinion. Dearest of Google machines. Okay. Okay. So right off the rip, it looks almost exactly like World of Warcraft. Hmm. It's got a visual aesthetic similar to World of Warcraft for sure. Right. Um. It looks like it was actually a an OG Xbox title. Um. Because it's here listed on PlayStation Three, which would have made it like no, not OG. It would have made it an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty game, right? So right. this is one of the backward compatible titles. It looks cool. Um, it kind of reminds me of a uh, Dungeon Siege. If you've ever played Dungeon Siege on PC, mm -hmm. it's got that kind of vibe. I think 
it honestly, all the visuals that I'm catching right now, um, make it look like it has a lot of varied landscapes and scenarios and the graphics actually look really good for being backward compatible. Mm -hmm. So that looks to be another good free grab as well. So I think I'm going to pick that one up. It's usually 10 bucks, which is already a good deal. If you can wait, wait until May 16th because it'll be free then until the 31st. Uh, just to cover the dates again real quick, V-Rally available May 1st to 31st. Warhammer's title is going to be May 16th to June 15th, uh, right before my birthday. And then uh, Sensible World of Soccer is going to be May 1st to May 15th. I hope you act sensibly and pick that up. <laughs> and then Overlord 2, uh, May 16th to 31st on Xbox One and 360. PlayStation Plus titles. Let's get over there real quick. First one, huge cities, skylines, free. Really? You guys clearly don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever played cities, skylines mm. before? How is it any different than like SimCity? Okay, that's that's a whole episode right there. We should have... Oh man, okay. Yeah, but let's not, let's not, but... If the show didn't, HSG didn't exist when City Skylines came out. Otherwise, we probably would have had an episode um, just because I would have died if we didn't. Um, I love City Sims. I played SimCity. I played SimCity, uh, 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 what was it, 2K, if I'm not mistaken. Then there was SimCity 4000. Uh, all of these, right? Um, SimCity has always been one of my very favorite things. Uh, this title is actually really 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 good it's lacking the cartoony vibe of SimCity uh that i very much enjoyed the soundtrack is nowhere near as cool i don't know if you've ever heard a SimCity soundtrack before mm -hmm. but the music is perfection like yeah. just so good it could be the soundtrack to your life it really really could oh man okay yeah it's so great even the even the old titles like if you look at SimCity 2000 just check up the like a youtube playlist of the soundtrack on some on youtube or something you'll love it um, then also on PlayStation Plus, Farming Simulator 19. So I'm just surprised base. there's been 19 of these. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> 2019, Profit. Oh, um, okay. Oh, like Madden, I see. Oh. <laughs> I missed that too, oh, okay. man. Don't feel bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the best. This is the 19th one? <laughs> like, uh. like there's been 19 COVIDs. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> COVID 1 through 19. Or um, what is it like? Uh, like if you say like NBA 2K, it's like they've made 1,999 of these before <laughs> this one. <laughs> anyway, so um, farming simulator. So face in our Discord, um, here's your time to shine. Um, and he's got a PlayStation, yeah. and he wanted Farming Simulator real bad. So, you're welcome. Mm. Um, so, as we look at this, we got V-Rally, Warhammer, Sensible Soccer, and Overlord 2 on uh, Games with Gold. On PlayStation, we have City Skylines and Farming Simulator 19. Who Our, wins? Profit. Um, I'm going to go with PlayStation because I like I love Farming Simulator. It's very relaxing. You? Yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, <laughs> when it was on Game Pass for <laughs> Xbox, I downloaded it. And I started playing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a joke, you know, just like pushing tractors and, you know, uh, corralling livestock. But I found it so relaxing and so like just <laughs> I, I got lost in it. You know, I went down in the black hole of Farming Simulator and I rather enjoyed it. So, yeah, I'm going to go with PlayStation yeah. this month. Is that on your bucket list? Own a combine? You know, my uh, now that I live in the South, I've I've made friends with a lot of people who actually are farmers, and um, you know, run their own farm and whatever. 
And while it is hard backbreaking work, it's it seems so wonderful, you know? Like yeah. Just living off the land and um creating things that, you know, um yeah. uh, crops and uh um you know, animals for meat and other products. You're describing farming beautifully, by the way. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting lost. Yeah. He's like so fences and dirt and <laughs> dirt and <laughs> corn and those and big those big giant tractors <laughs> and well if you have a friend that's a farmer you should go out and like just write him an email dear john yeah i'd like to ride Pro- problem is in real life i don't like getting too dirty so it wouldn't pro- it probably wouldn't work for me you know that's fair. yeah yeah but in the farming yeah, simulator i'm not gonna get now dirty. you can harvest fake corn yeah until yep. the fake cows come home mm-hmm. so that's fascinating that's awesome. to me all right donut what do you think playstation or xbox so, um, I want to say PlayStation, but the only thing is living in the South as well is I can go anywhere in a five mile radius and go play farming simulator. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> okay. I've got them everywhere around me. So I'm going to go with Xbox because they have more RPGs and that's kind of more my, my shtick. That's, that's where I like to stay. Okay. Okay. Only because this is selfish and I already have city skylines on PC. I'm also going to say game with games with gold would make me happier this month so i think we're gonna give it to uh to xbox so <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Yeet. good job Yeet. guys all right keep it coming phil so that wraps up our uh games with gold and playstation plus titles conversation let's get into this month's mailbag and let me tell you this is my favorite mailbag in a really long time yeah uh, so some, thank you guys yeah some great deep questions for sure do we want to just go in order here, Prophet? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Prophet, take it away. So Jukebox asks, I have a tough question to ask. What makes a Christian a Christian? Um, hmm. Well, I've been taught that you are a Christian if A, you accept Jesus Christ died for your sins and is your Lord and Savior, and B, you are baptized with water in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And okay. That's what makes a Christian. So, yeah. Um, Sticking to the rails. Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, I, right. I am Catholic, so it's almost like we have our own rule book, <laughs> but uh, that's what I was right. taught. So <laughs> <laughs> It's what pretty scripture adherent. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Donut? Well, I, you know, I'm kind of in the same wavelength as Prophet. Um, you know, all you have to do to become a Christian, first and foremost, is, you know, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Um, however, uh, one thing I would add is that there's so much after that, like you have to make a decision every day to follow Christ, you know, no matter what that looks like, you know, you need to talk like him, walk like him, and we need to show love and we need to show grace like him in everything we do. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some people uh, make the mistake of thinking, oh, I accept Jesus Christ, my Lord and my savior. Okay. We're good. Yeah. I'm Gucci now, right? So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I, I can go do this and that, but I accept this my savior, but yeah, I mean, Accepting is the first step, and then there are many steps after that, you know? So, yeah. 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 It's like, he's my he's my savior, but he's not really my leader, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to stay a friend, you know? And yeah. uh, the relationship has to be ongoing. And I think, you know, there's there's split doctrine right around, you know, the whole, like, once saved, always saved. Yes. Uh, can you keep your salvation? All of that, I mean, is, is very... You could spend an hour getting into that, and that's something we won't uh, do to you guys. Heck, you or could spend a lifetime, listeners. man. 
Yeah. That's the <laughs> truth. Seriously. Do. Yeah. Some people do. Um, the yep. bottom line though, is that the, the more time we spend with Jesus, the more we become like Jesus. And so it's a cycle of establishing and building better character over time um, per the instruction of the word. So, you know, I think that there's a, a certain measure of, yeah, this is how you become Christian. Um, and then, of course, there could be days of debate over whether or not you have to do something to stay Christian. I, I for one, believe that regardless of if it's possible to lose your salvation or not, um, conviction is a real thing. And your conviction so, should grow and change over time uh, and begin to make you more and more and more like Christ himself. Yeah, so, for sure. Anyway, great question, Jim Box. Well Crazy you. deep. Yeah. Um, thanks for kicking us off. Everything should be easier from here. <laughs> All right, let me let me uh, let me crack the knuckles so. here and. Uh... <laughs> All right. What you got, Robin? Okay, Mars AI asks question for the podcast: When in a group with randoms in any game, and a person goes down and starts cursing and calling you out for not resurrecting or healing, more, what do you do? Do you help them or be their executioner and forget about them? Me personally, mm-hmm. I don't usually join a party with randoms to chat, but if I do, and they're being like mean to me about that, uh, I'm still going to resurrect them because I'm in the medical field and I took the Hippocratic Oath, you know. So, <laughs> <That's the reason. laughs> so don't get me wrong, I'm tempted to just let them stay dead, but I'll resurrect them, but usually I'll dance over their corpse while I'm doing it. <laughs> this is all just so great. That's beautiful. We uh, did answer this question in episode four, sort of. And I think Mars, even in the mailbag, recognized that we did. He said, you know, uh, let us know if you have a different answer, if that answer has changed. And I'm pretty sure Prophet's answer has definitely changed. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, you know, information for you. when I'm playing with randoms, especially like in Destiny, if I'm dead and I see them not resurrecting me, I used to like, when they die, I wouldn't resurrect them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because you, well, you so see, you'd see those, like, they're, they're right next to you shooting things. I'm right here, man. Resurrect me, please. You know, like especially in a yeah. no in a no respawn area, and it's like I think they're doing it to mock me. So I would do the same you thing, know, but then what? I'm like, ah, whatever, man. So especially since I yeah. would probably yeah. need their help to kill the boss anyway. So yeah, exactly. One game where this happens a lot is uh, Rocket League, believe oh, it or not. Really, which you know, obviously we're talking about resurrection here. You don't resurrect cars. But you do decide to go into the next match with somebody that you've like matched up with randomly or not. And so you see a lot of that. I actually had somebody who, you know how like you've got in a lot of games, you got like the quick chat if you're a console player. So you can press like up on your D-pad and then right, right. And that's like the official phrase for like, you know, hey, good shot, you know, whatever. Well, you can customize those in Rocket League as well. This guy went out of his way. I was playing with him. He went out of his way to actually program a custom phrase that said TM, the number eight, leave. (laughs) So he already was. Yeah, dude. So he was already planning on kicking his teammate out. He knew that. So you know that this is a guy that's done this before, that's wanted to say this already. He came armed, ready to try to get his teammate out. And uh, so the first match that we were in together, we won. I scored three goals and he scored two. The mm-hmm. next match, we lost. I scored one goal, and he scored two. And then immediately, he starts spamming teammate leave. Oh, no. And oh, I'm man. just like, 
do you not even recognize that I was in the last match with you and we won because of like a couple shots that I made or whatever the case, you know, like this was working. Somebody's better than us. It has nothing to do with, well, it does have something to do with the fact that I was terrible, but you know, you think about that for a second and that is sort of one of those things, right? Like Mars's question when somebody goes down, like we lost the match and I started getting called out in a very embarrassing, like direct way, like teammate, please leave. You know, but Mm -hmm. you have to think about it. And this is the good example. I'm not to humble brag, but this is a good example. And I'll tell you why, though. It's because this guy came with a pre-programmed custom phrase that he built into his own controller Mm -hmm. saying teammate leave. He was ready to reject people. So just let that sink in for a second and think about that. This is somebody who might be angry at you, but I'm pretty sure it's because they're just angry. So, right. Um, you know, you've heard it before, hurt people, hurt people. I'm going to continue and proceed on like I'm not hurt and I'm going to do the very best I can in every chance I have to not get hurt. Right. So if somebody acts like an idiot, that has no control over me. Like my identity donut had a wonderful, um, uh, story mode. Uh, he taught story mode last week. Um, and he said, you know, our identity is established in Christ. So if somebody looks at you and says, you suck at rocket league, like, okay. That's fine. Um, right. That changes nothing about how I feel about myself. It's completely fine to be bad at a video game and have somebody be mad at you that you're not good and still like walk away and start whistling. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with that. So Mars, I good hope work, that helps you out. Anything else that you want to add on this one, Donut? Um, not really. Um, just about the question in general. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, they're getting left. I mean, there's there's no question about it. <laughs> like, if you're being mean to me, like, you know, most games I play the healer. So, you know, I am I am the executioner. I, I reserve that power. So, <laughs> I'm going to flex that power and you're going to stay there and think about your bad decisions. <laughs> well, because there's not actual life and death riding on it. I think you have every right to choose to be like, bang, I'm out of here. You know? Thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also 50, uh, 1 Corinthians 15.33, right? I mean, bad company corrupts good character. You got bad company rolling around. You need to create some distance. You know? That's I mean, the truth. You can either be a light, but if somebody's like trying to pour water on your candle, then that's, you know, that's that's pointless. So, you know, find somebody else to game with. That's why we're here. Hey, join our Discord. That was three. <laughs> <laughs> 27 to go. All right. <laughs> All right, Prophet, what's our next question? What we got? So, Alchemy's 9 <laughs> asks, what's the thought surrounding the popular streamers slash content creators being paid to hype up the popularity of some video games that are already giants in the industry and cloud out the potentially good titles that may be up and coming or may just never get recognized? What do you think, Matt King? Hmm. Okay, so... First thing, this issue will always exist. And the reason it always exists is because this is capitalism. So people will always be paid to tell you more about the game that you should be playing. Um, we see it even with streaming platforms, right? We've seen all these, uh, like, for example, uh, we've seen uh, Ninja. We've seen Shroud. We've seen King Othalian, a whole bunch of really big streamers be paid by Microsoft to come over to Mixer on an exclusive basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we've already seen some of that, um, you know, and of course you see it with games as well. But to me, like nobody playing a game 
is going to make me think that the game is better than the game is. Right. So like if I enjoy watching somebody, but I like, for example, um, what's his name? Hugely popular. The I used to play uh, Happy Wheels or whatever it was. PewDiePie. Yeah, PewDiePie. There you go. So is do, do, do either of you guys picture Happy Wheels as a game I would really enjoy getting into? No, no, no way. It was it was funny to watch him play it, but when it came to the game's content itself, it was just bad. Right, right. So I looked at that and I said, okay, this is a funny show. This is ridiculous, but I'm not going to be buying Happy Wheels. As a matter of fact, mm. I saw my son watching a Happy Wheels replay vid on YouTube the other day because he found it through like recommended for you. And I snatched the, mm-hmm. the uh, iPad right out of his hands. You know what I mean? Right, it was right. Like, yeah. There's no way you're watching that. <laughs> um, you know, but I don't think that's making him want to play that game. Now, I do think that at certain ages, certain people are more susceptible to that. So like at our age, Donut, I'm going to do myself a favor and like promote you to my age. So I feel young right now. <laughs> but like our age, there's... I think we're already savvy to this, right? Like we, we see a game, we're like, okay, this game looks like it sucks, but the streamer looks like they're really cool. I'm going to follow the streamer and hopefully they play other games or I really enjoy watching them play this game that I'll never play. That's fine. Right. right. Um, but I think younger audiences, like in that 11, 12, 13, 15 range, they're more tempted to play Fortnite because their favorite streamer plays Fortnite. Right. Because Fortnite right. is the thing. It's always going to exist. Um, but... Here's a thought that I want to maybe kind of leave my answer to this question with, and that is, I don't think streamers really drive people to games as much as games drive people to streamers. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that's true. I think I'm a lot more interested in looking at who's playing Forza, um, like Novak on HSG stream last night. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If I was looking up Forza and I was seeing him build a Dodge Charger like he was, that was really cool. I had a lot of fun being there. You know, I would have liked to watch that because I'm into Forza. I'm not really like a streamer first, content second person. I'm like a content first, streamer second person. Like, I want to find a game, and then I want to find somebody who's streaming it well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's just me. Personal opinion. Anybody else? What else are you guys thinking about it? Well, I'm kind of in the same, I mean, I'm in the same boat, honestly, um, like, I personally won't, like, kind of like you, I won't look up a, you know, a streamer and then watch what they're gaming. Like, I'll specifically look up the game that I want to watch, and, and you know, that's what I'll, um, I'll find someone, like you said, who's doing it well. Um, but I also, you know, kind of piggybacking off you as well, um, you said that some people get paid to promote those games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I do think that there is um, a huge potential for really good, like, indie games, for example, to be drowned out. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, like, if you're anti-hype like I am, you're going to go out of your way to look for those games that no one's talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do think this happens, right? Go ahead, Prophet. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, well, for me... um, if I'm in, if I hear about a game and I want to learn more about it, I'll first go to YouTube to look for like you know reviews or gameplay videos. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the only streaming I really watch is uh, Higher Score Gaming. So yeah, <laughs> the only Twitch. <laughs> there you guys. Because uh, yeah. I mean, I've tried watching um, video game streaming with uh, you know those characters, mm-hmm. like these people doing it, and I think it must be a generational thing because I'm not into that. So. <laughs> Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a game that I learned, I've heard about. I'm like, oh, let me go check this out. And I go check out a stream. It's it, it kind of is distracting to me because I'm trying to watch what the game is like, but the people are like talking and answering their questions as they should be. That's what they do when they stream. 
So it's a little mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance for me. Yeah. You know, I'm old and I'm on my rocking chair, shaking my fist at the clouds. So <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> Play the game. Stop oh talking. Uh, Worthy Wally asks, "What could each of these sound like, and can you demonstrate?" Number one, how a proper goon sounds when he gets punched. What in the world? Number two, a proper hero's death. Number three, the most epic line a hero says at the end of his video game. Mm. So this is good. I'll pay you both five dollars not to go first. Good. Okay. <laughs> not it. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. All right. So, a pro- and first of all, Wally, I would just like to l- say that I love how you said proper, because there's a difference between a goon and a proper goon. Am I right? <laughs> or am I yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to say when a goon gets punched, if he gets punched good, you're not going to hear him make a sound, so you're just going to hear the punch. So, it's going to be like, whoosh, <laughs> or maybe like a whoop <laughs> It's like Chandler right, from um, Friends. Whoopah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So number two, a proper hero's death. Um, so he's going to say something super cool because you know he's he's probably like a king or something. So he's going to be like, "For king and country." <laughs> These are great. I'm going with that. <laughs> and then the most epic line a hero says at the end of his video game. Um, I'm going to go way back, like 1997. We're going to go with Metal Gear Solid because it was voice acted. And I'd just like to say how great that was. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the video game, Bro doesn't have a name. So the last line is like, so Snake, what would you like to be called? And he was like, David. And then he gets on his scooter and rides away. And that's the end of the game. <laughs> Roll credits. My name's David. <laughs> that's really solid. Uh, uh, Prophet, you okay. want to go or you want me to go? I'll take it. Let's see. Um all right. So punch sound would be like I'm thinking old school campy nineteen sixties Batman like oof or you know, <laughs> something like that. Fop. <coughs> Fop, yeah. Fop. Splam. <laughs> uh Splam. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've never that heard like, that one. <laughs> is that like knockoff generic brand spam? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Splam. It's spam. It's <laughs> If you, find, if you find spam, don't eat it. Yeah. No, heck, don't eat, don't eat. That sounds like a problem. Really don't eat spam, but definitely don't eat spam. Yeah, I'm a second. That's that. like Dollar Tree spam. So, uh, wow. And then for the uh, let's see the the hero's death. I was thinking of like almost like a Wilhelm scream, like I. Or you know what's a good one? The uh, Ewoks, the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi, when they're like attacking the stormtroopers, and you hear their scream like "Ah!" <laughs> oh my god! And then they were heroes. Yeah. And then uh, let's see, it, the last one's really hard because I don't remember. I remember so many lines from movies, but not from video games because there's not very many. Um, memorable to me anyway uh lines from heroes so i'm gonna go with master chief in halo 2 saying i'm going to finish the fight that's that's good that's classic yeah it's a that's that's a safe one yeah i like that that's a good play it's the only one i could think of good play (laughs) so So if you had if you were leading the match (laughs) and you had to choose that and not try to lose points that's a good one yeah so i like it yeah um okay a proper goon when he gets punched um, 
I heard this one time in a game, and I just like since then have loved it. And it sounds like this. <laughs> For some reason, there's a T at the end. I don't know. Have you ever been hit? You've pronounced a T. No, you haven't. Um, so a proper hero's death. Um, I can. How about somebody remarking about a proper hero's death? Like, alas, poor Yorick. We knew him well. Or, twas beauty that killed the beast. (laughs) (laughs) I was also thinking about, um, oh, a proper hero's death. How about this from Mrs. Doubtfire? Ready? My husband, Winston, he loved the drink, and it was the drink that killed him. And she said, oh, no, alcoholic? And the response was, no, he was hit by a Guinness truck. So, okay, so I have to censor this one a little bit, but the most epic line a hero says, this is not at the end of a video game, and I'll tell you why. Wally, it's because I never finish a video game, so I have no idea what people say at the end of their games. (laughs) I can vouch for that, Wally. um, Right. So, um, this is Cave Johnson from Portal 2, who is just the best. And he said, all right, I've been thinking, when life gives you lemons... Don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. I don't want your lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. Make life rue the day it thought it could give Cave Johnson lemons. Do you know who I am? I'm the man who's going to burn your house down with the lemons. (laughs) So that to me is one of the best epic lines in all of a video game. So just love it. Anyway. That's a good one. I've been waiting on a chance to use that quote. So there you go. Very nice. <laughs> Thanks, Wally. Yeah, next we have some uh, duplicates from uh, episode one, but it's been a year since we've been at this shindig, so it gives us some perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. Zero G1 asks, how do you determine which games are harmless and great to play versus games that have potential evil things or worrisome elements that might not be the best to play? Or is a game just a game with no element of harm? Um, personally, if if I'm playing a game and it makes me question, like, if it makes my conscience question whether I should be playing it, I'll stop, you know? And I try to stay away from games that are violent for the sake of being violent without any storyline or any purpose to it or any sort of murder simulator. Um, I'm okay with games like Witcher or Elder Scrolls because, to me, they take place in a make-believe world, and they're very well-fleshed-out worlds and very well-realized worlds. Um, but they don't really make me question my faith or my, you know, belief in God or anything. I am curious about an upcoming game, which the trailer just popped uh, yesterday, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I want to see how it handles um, religion, because in real life, many Vikings were pagans, but many of those same Vikings also converted to Christianity for a multitude of reasons. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious to see how that's handled in the game. Plus, the game looks so amazing. Like, man. It really does. Like, man. Oh, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Totally. So, what do you guys think? Um, I would say, you know, anything that kind of makes you, like, question, like, your values or, like, you know, anything that's going to make you stumble. Like, you mentioned The Witcher, yeah. um, for example. That's particularly not a game that I would probably play. Um, just because, you know, I know that it's got like nudity and stuff like that. So anything that goes strictly against my morals, yeah. um, I'm going to try to shy mm-hmm. away from. 
Um, it's not foolproof, but occasionally um, I'll make a decision just based off what the game is rated. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say it's rated M for like blood and gore. I might give it a pass if it's rated M for like foul language and nudity. Um, I probably won't even give it a second thought. I probably just won't give yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody has had this experience, right? So, so prior to Salvation, for me, there were movies that were my favorite movies. And also prior to marriage, <laughs> right? there were movies that were my favorite movies. And so what's, what's happened is I've gone back with my wife and I've said, hey, oh my gosh, this is a movie I used to love. And uh, one good example is The Usual Suspects. Yeah, okay? yeah. Mm-hmm. I think when you th- remember The Usual Suspects, like on paper in the past, mm-hmm. for me, it was like, darn, that is the best movie ever. Yeah. I went back and l- tried to watch The Usual Suspects with my wife. We got through the first five minutes. I found myself like making excuses for the movie for a moment. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the only time it's like this. It's well, right. it's got to be the only time it's like this. Wow, this is really bad. Okay, yeah. maybe after this scene, they're done talking like this. It never stopped. Yeah. And so now I'm looking at it and I'm like, this offends all my sensibilities and it didn't used to. Ergo, proof of conviction coming from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And changes right. brought about in your life by conviction, uh, like by salvation and maturity, I think. I don't know. Some kind of maturity. Um, so the reason I say that is because like, for me, I know that I've got a new standard that I can trust the voice that I hear that says you shouldn't be doing this. So for me, um, and Jake in the mailbag also added to this question, and he said, uh, ooh, what about Doom? Which I think is great because this is a good example. Doom is too much for me. It's, um, it's for, for me, right? It bugs me to no end. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen Christian content creators, folks whose opinion I really trust on a lot of areas, playing Doom. It bothers me. Um, I haven't written them and said, hey, bro, you really shouldn't be playing Doom because it bugs me. Right. You know? But for me, it's too much. So I've decided to stick uh, stick to areas that are separate with that. Um, I don't have a problem with, like... Um, like games that have like you know rituals or whatever in them as long as it's not like really highly participatory so like i'm gonna make this up because i don't think i've experienced this scenario i i take that back let's use skyrim so skyrim Mm -hmm. is good i chose not to become a werewolf and not to become a vampire because it felt like the processes for doing that were too personal yeah Mm-hmm. When there was like a menu option, it's like, hey, choose. Do you want to be a werewolf or a vampire? Then it played a cinematic. That would be one thing, but it was like, no, you got to go out. You got to kill three people under the full moon. You got to come back. You got to drink from this thing or whatever. Take this oath. Go put your hand on the stone. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. I'm actually acting that out, it's really, really rough. And caveat to all of this, um, Satan is really, really, really good at saying, this is just a blank, whatever just is. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just a game. Yeah. You know? Um, a lot of things begin with, it's just a blank. Yeah. So be careful right. when you use just a game. Because, you know, it's where you're spending the majority of time putting your eyes. It's where you're spending a lot of time putting your thoughts. Um, and, you know, it just, you know, things that we see a lot, they become normal to us. 
So yeah. be careful what you're spending a lot of time in front of that becomes your new normal. So that's my thought on that. Yeah. Prophet, we have one more. Mars AI asks, do you think Christians should open their spiritual defenses to play games that compromise their integrity? For example, Neverwinter, yes, fun, but has rituals, praying to gods and fighting demons, or The Witcher, that is a monster hunter. Um, well, hmm. I think we just answered this question. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I think since we have two questions about it, maybe let's do this. There's more that could be said. Yes. Yep. Okay. I agree completely. Prophet, do you have anything else to uh, elaborate with or anything? Well, I go, like, I, I go, there's a reason we have a conscience, right? It's God-given. So, like I said, if I, if I feel something oh, yeah. tugging in my conscience while I'm doing it, I'll stop. I mean, I'll just stop and just not play it mm -hmm. or not watch it. And um, I've never felt that. I mean, like you said, Donut Monkey, a Witcher has nude, nude scenes and stuff. I just skip them because you can skip them. Mm -hmm. Um but the monster hunting and the quests and everything and the story is, I think, great. So mm -hmm. I love that game. And um, but things like rituals, like you said, in Skyrim with the vampires and werewolves, yeah, that's a bit too much for me. So I, at least now, in my, like you said, you're changed. You're a different person now than you were like five years ago. Back yeah. when I played Skyrim, right. when it come out nine years ago. So oh, yeah, it's old. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, when it first came out, I did both the werewolf and vampire missions, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be a vampire for sure," because I've always been fascinated by vampires. But mm -hmm. now, ever since I've come back to my faith, um, I don't play that anymore. I don't play yeah. Skyrim really. So yeah. mm -hmm. you know, it tugs at my conscience. So if that's happening, then there's a reason, and I just won't play it. So I so, don't know. I don't know. Right. I mean, in a way, I guess my my spiritual defenses are up yes when mm -hmm. you know my conscience is triggered like that for sure it, and it's important to realize yeah. that and to be aware of it you know i think mars asked the question interestingly at the same time too he says should they open their defenses to play games that compromise their integrity and mm -hmm. see that's kind of a one-size-fits-all question worded that way right yeah. because you're assuming that every game compromises everybody's integrity right and so it kind of conflicts with like, if I were to, if I were to answer that question, the terms it's asked, I would have to break the answer that I just gave a moment ago. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so now this is not to say that Mars is incorrect. I think everybody's got a different position on this. I will say this. I was playing Neverwinter a lot and I got to an area that bugged me real, real good. Um, it was a part of town where like the water supply got poisoned or something like that. But then everybody, like all the names of the enemies were like, you know, bloodstained orchid baby or something like, it was just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it was like, you know, or like demonic inquisitor, you know, and you were killing them and their voices were like, rah, rah, you know, mm -hmm. all this stuff. Like, that's just not okay with me. And it's like, mm -hmm. I just know that the guys that developed Neverwinter they did a lot of their own in-house voiceover. Like you can tell when you listen to it. Right. <laughs> like I'm an yeah. audio guy. I can tell that they got Bob from accounting to come in and be townsman number three. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like for me, like listening to that and knowing that they had like direct input, like right there in the studio over, you need to make this sound as dark and cringy as possible. Like when somebody goes out of their way to make it yuck like that, um, it hits me a little differently because like then like right. your intention 
of how you want the game to feel and sound is like really on display. And I'm not going to like agree with your principles on that. Like, right. you know, there's a lot of ways to make a monster sound. You don't have to make it to the point where like, if your five-year-old in the other room is sleeping, they're now having a nightmare. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not okay with that. Um, so for me, that's kind of where I draw the line. Now, Neverwinter is interesting because I got to that point and I played for hours. I'd invested a lot. I got up pretty high. I was really enjoying it. I have, I have been enjoying it. But then I was talking to Alchemy in our community and he was like, hey, if I'd love to play this game. Does it have any of this in it? And I was like, well, it's got a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. And he goes, no, I'm just, I'm, I just can't. Let's, let's search for another title. Right. And I thought yeah. about his answer and actually his, the way he asked for his own sake changed my conviction for my own sake. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm thankful for him, you know, in, in that he didn't judge me for enjoying the game. But he found a way to express what his convictions were and say, hey, sorry, buddy, I, you know, I'd love to play this game because I love you, but I'm not going to go with you there. Um, right. So I stopped playing Neverwinter. Yeah. And then we got into what, Donut? Final Fantasy XIV, baby. Six years late, here we are. <laughs> so, qu- question though, question. Um, yeah. How many Final Fantasies are there? Oh, so many. Yeah. More than 14. More than Because I heard There's you were talking yesterday <laughs> about, hey, what about Final Fantasy X-2 and 13 2 I'm like, what, yeah. what, what, what numbers are these? Are these Japanese numbers? Yeah. Or? So let's just ask Google. Now. <laughs> now, how many related Final Fantasy titles will go well beyond the number? So now right. I'm just going to give you what's off top of the dome here. Um, but you've got... Straight up first, you've got 1 through 15. So you know there's at least 15 there, right? Wow. you got 14 that was launched twice. Mm -hmm. Once as 14, once as 14, A Realm Reborn. And I think all the DLCs for 14 technically are their own titles because it's a a beginning, middle, and end story. So you got three DLCs for 14. So that's 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Then you got 10, 2, which makes 20. You've got um, 13-2, which makes 21. You've got Final Fantasy Tactics, which makes 22. Mm-hmm. You've got Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which is a mobile game, which makes, what, 23? Wow. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of stuff that I'm leaving out. So if you think about Final Fantasy, bare minimum, there are 23 affiliated Final Fantasy titles. Wow. Yep. Which is really weird. My son asked me a brilliant question that I was like, oh, my God, you're a genius the other day. He said, why do they call it Final Fantasy when there's another one? Excellent question, Aiden. That's a great question. Good. I'm pretty sure you wanted to ask that question too, Prophet. I, so I see what you I did. I did, yeah. Because I've, <laughs> I've never played a Final Fantasy game, so. Never? No, no. Yeah. Uh, they've oh, been mostly Prophet, PlayStation games, so I've really not gotten into them. But, um, I'm pretty sure your MacBook can handle it. It's only 15 bucks a month. You got it like that. You should join us. Yeah. yeah Final Fantasy 14. You say it's a lot of 14. Fun. Okay. Yeah. 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 We've been having a whole lot of fun with it. It's just cool to like group up and like do dungeons together. And you know, I would love if our entire community played it. You know, no pressure on you guys. Yeah. But it'd be great. Yeah, it's really amazing though. Um, and it's it's got trademark SquareSoft charm. Mm-hmm. which you just can't beat. You really can't. It's it's just the best. Like the the fashion, 
the fusion of like magic and technology, um, just the towns, the way they're designed. And as a matter of fact, they have a very strict no plugins to your game policy. They want mm-hmm. everybody playing vanilla 14, uh, which is very different from how World of Warcraft operates. They're like, we don't care, right. you know. So you have a lot of people like running hyper macros and stuff in in WoW. In 14, you don't have that. You have everybody together, not looking at extra stats and doing their best. And it's actually a very known thing that the culture in 14, the player base, is extremely positive. Yeah, They're extremely non-critical of one another. They're very inviting. Yep. Um, and as a matter of fact, when you instance for a dungeon, you instance across servers. So you can join up with anybody around the world that's playing right now. Um, you know, so there's, there's a really cool community there. Um, and I love the whole, like hiding your numbers. I'm always a big fan of that because some people can play a support role in a game and be the most valuable player, but not be the most numerically, uh, highlighted player. Right. So like you can get a max KD if you want, but if like, I'm literally just running around, like getting one bullet on everybody and then somebody else is finishing that kill. Like. I could just be tagging everybody else that everybody else is killing. My KD is going to look wonderful in some games, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I didn't actually do anything. Or I could be the one that's throwing smoke grenades and setting up barriers at certain strategic points. And I could be the one literally on the headset giving instructions, guys, let's hole up here. I just saw two of them over there get in that building. Nobody else spotted them. And I could be playing a huge strategic role in a game, right? And yep. still my KD could be trash because maybe I don't have good aim, but maybe I'm a great captain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, these things happen. Now, I'm not saying that's me. I'm terrible at all of those things. You know, 14 has a really cool vibe in that, like, there's no, well, this is how you just did. Better better luck next time, sucker. You know? Right. Um, any of that. And it actually, there's a commendation system at the end of a raid or a dungeon. So if you feel like somebody did a good job, if you feel like... Not because the numbers are bigger, but if you like what they did, you can vote for them. They get extra yep. experience for that. I think that's super cool. So, mm. anyway, that's just me. Cool. Yep. That totally is not agree. a question that we were asked, but we'd like to answer it anyway. <laughs> that's our way of saying join Final Fantasy fourteen with Higher Score Gaming. So Yeah. Yeah, and the best way you can do that is join the Discord. Yep. Number four. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I think that wraps I do up. have a... S- yeah. Well, I do have a small thing that I'd like to put in on this last question. Hmm. Um, this is actually a question that I asked um, probably, you know, the first couple of days that I was in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a story that, that I gave with it that I think just plays in it so perfectly. Um, so I started playing Neverwinter, and I know it sounds like we're dumping all over Neverwinter. It's it's not terrible. If you play it, please don't feel terrible. Mm-hmm. So we were having a bro day with um, my pastor and I, and we were playing Neverwinter. I'd gotten, gotten him to install it. Uh, we were going through the character creation screen, and his son walks in whenever we're going through the Pick Your Deities Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of joking about it, like, oh, who are you going to choose? And then his his little 12-year-old son says, can you pick Jesus? And we were like, no, you can't pick Jesus. You know, this is just a video game. And he was like, so why are you playing it if you can't pick Jesus? And his 12-year-old son drops the mic, walks out, and and we were just like, man, should we play this? <laughs> and we continued to play it because it, it was a fun game. 
Um, but you know, it's it's the stuff like that that makes you think. Like, if if a child sees a problem with it, you know, should we be playing it? Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the word does say raise your children in the way they should go. When they're older, they won't depart from it. You know, exactly. I think it's the erosion of um, obedience to the word one generation at a time that turns us truly right. into like a, a, a people that's comfortable with being reprobate, you know? So yep. um, I love that his 12 year old called him on that. And I think it's great that you guys, you know, are going to try to hold a high standards in your own families, you know, right. because, you know, every generation, if we slip a little bit, where are we going to be? five generations from now total depravity mm -hmm. and we're going to be okay yeah. with it we're not even going to recognize it as depravity you know what i mean and that's the trick you know so i think it's great that we're trying to hold each other to that and you know if somebody has convictions that they want to share like i'm all ears to yeah. hear what bugs somebody and for what reason it does but i think there's a lot of communities that aren't cool with that um but i know over at hsg we definitely want to lean on each other's convictions um, in order to get better. And I think that's really cool. Um, the best way you can do that is look at like our faith talk channel or whatever in, in the discord, which you should join. Um, right. number five. All right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, having said that, let's go ahead and wrap up. Thank you. A very special thank you to donut monkey for being here with us this episode. Thanks, bro. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been a blast. I love this so much. And, you know, this is my favorite part of, of our community. So it's just such an honor. Yeah. Yeah, you got it, man. It's been, it's long overdue having you here. So thanks for being on the show, Prophet. As always, it's, uh, I'm kind of glad you showed up. Well, I'm glad to be <laughs> here as always. <laughs> All right. Well, again, here's how you can connect with us. You can find us at HigherScoreGaming.com where you can join our Discord. Number six. Uh, Number six. <laughs> I didn't get to 37, but we got to six. Yeah. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter at a higher score. You can find us on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube at higher score gaming. Uh, obviously, you found this podcast, so I don't need to give you any instructions on that. Um, until we meet again, I have been your host, Mad King Bob. I've been your other host, Prophet of Rage. <laughs> and I've been your ghost host don't I? <laughs> I guess you have yeah all right ghost host. until next time go ahead yeah ghost host no it sounds like grape ape <laughs> <laughs> you're a ghost uh prime ape host <laughs> right. monkey your ghost host grape ape host good grief say that 10 times <laughs> um until next time find a troll pray for him god bless have a wonderful week bye-bye bye-bye now Is it a primate or is it a primate? Primate. Um, I think it's primate. Oh, primate. <laughs> if you're okay, talking about good. monkeys, right? A prime. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. A prime ape sounds like a leveled up boss yeah. in like a Final Fantasy jungle world. Winston Prime. It, it, you're right. It's a regular ape. Oh, there's a prime ape. Uh oh. <laughs> all right. So I'm prime ape. We're all agreed. Right. Or <laughs> or you're an ape with two days of free shipping from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. That's a this prime ape paid ape. the four ninety nine a month. <laughs>